with the original Grigsby, Grant Grigsby. Um, were you aware, have you, you figured that out by now, I'm sure, that there's another Grigsby that writes on the site? Yeah, I mean, it, it became aware pretty quickly. Just, okay. Like, oh, it's got, <laughs> you tend to ben, recognize your own name. Ben Grigsby, all right. <laughs> um, I wasn't trying to replace Grant or anything, it just worked out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But Grant, for you podcast listeners, does write for the site quarterly or so, we like to joke. I, I didn't know that was a um, joke gets... that we made. <laughs> not, not with you. Okay, so it's one of those um, behind-the-back jokes. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> um, Grant does a lot of music writing and talks about movies mostly on the website. But he did bust out a Game of Thrones thing. I think that was the last non-music review thing you did was that Game of Thrones piece, if I'm correct. Now I'm, now I'm writing podcasts. Yeah, podcast reviews. <laughs> He's not gonna write anymore. He just wants to be exclusively recording podcasts. So um, I'm gonna give him that opportunity, especially when Ben, Lauren, and John don't want to go see movies by the greatest living filmmakers, and uh, I don't get to talk about them. So I did. Oh, well, you're probably wondering. What was that? No, you might not. You probably saw it in the title. <laughs> but we're talking about Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread today. It's cleaner that way, no the. BTA has always been one of my favorites. Uh, Fantastic track record. He, incredible track record. Um, is there a movie of his that you don't love? Yeah. Besides um, Heart Heart Besides Heart Eight, which I think is a very good movie. I have not I don't caught, love that's Heart the 8. one I haven't caught up with, actually. Okay. I need to see Heart okay. Eight. Um, one that I think that uh, I need to give him a shot to is The Master. Mm. I did not, did not enjoy that experience. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's only the best movie of the decade, but we'll move on. Um, so that's actually, that, that leans to where, actually, I think what's interesting, what is your favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie? And you can Hmm. can mention this one if it happens to be it. All right. So it's just they're so different. It's like hard to compare like There Will Be Blood to The Magnolia or Boogie Nights. But I'd say those Mm -hmm. are the top three. And then Punch Truck Loves Great and Inherent Mm -hmm. Vice. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything I'm missing here? No, I, th- I think you got them all. Um, <laughs> so I think I thought weirdly there. Go ahead. I thought the master was beautiful. I was yes. I was like, this looks fantastic. These actors are killing it, but it just it just nothing didn't connect. I, I'm I'm usually very patient with with uh, with a film. I can deal with slow, super slow movies. This one was a little dragging. Maybe I was just tired. I don't know. And you see it again. You should. I will. You should. Um, the, 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 
I am. I do not put "There Will Be Blood" in the top three. I don't think. But Ooh. I, I, this, this past on the ten year anniversary of that and "No Country for Old Men." I think ten years later, I, I rewatched them near the end of last year, mm-hmm. and I, I finally came around. And both of them being pretty much perfect movies, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, um, for me, it was immediately with. You know, no country for old men. I just that that might be my favorite I, movie of all time. Really, really. I was I always held the last act of that movie against it, um, and we won't get into spoilers for that, even though it's a ten year old. What? Movie. But <laughs> why are we doing that? Are you talking about like the very untimely Jones talking? No, no. I'm talking the, about or the, the twist, the okay. big death, the yes. big death. Yes. Uh, the first time I saw it, it made me really angry. I didn't see that meteor coming at all. Yeah, it was... All of Texas, can you believe it? Especially when Anton Sugar just kicked it back into outer space. It was really weird. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, the the big death upset me, as it's supposed to, and I was always kind of checked out on the last part of that movie, I think, the first time I saw it. But I've slowly grown on me more and more. Yeah. I've seen it's... it, and I, I have no qualms with it. It's it's not it's not his movie, you know. He's not the true. he's not the main guy. It's that's true. Beautiful movie. We're dancing around spoilers there, but there will be blood. I also the ending always felt off for me as well in that movie. As great as it is, I don't know. It didn't feel. It felt out of place. But I think maybe that has become a trend <laughs> in Paul Thomas Anderson's movies <laughs> that the last act of them is kind of. Something different. I think okay. you can make the case for the master, I'm inherent to... vice, and this movie all kind of slightly pivoting in their final bit. And I think you can actually go to Punch Drug Glove falls under that category, and even Magnolia with its 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 it definitely um, changes up in that one. <laughs> it changes with, with the frogs. Um, <laughs> Spoiler so alert! I, it, it is kind of a thing he does. But uh, my favorite PTA has Boogie Nights is probably my like second favorite movie ever. I think I, it's just endlessly rewatchable to me. The Master and uh, I would have said Magnolia ten years ago. Yeah, and I still love so Magnolia, good. It's so I good. Think, <laughs> I think Inherent Vice. I've, I've it's recency bias maybe. But every time I watch that movie, I love it more. Yeah. And I just re- recently rewatched it I will, after I will, Phantom Thread came out. Yeah, I'll, I will enjoy watching that one a second time. But I, I really, really connected with it the first time. That was that was oh, such yeah. a good like. It's so good. Moody noir. Yes, we're not here to talk about those P- PTA movies. Uh, we're here to talk about his latest Phantom Thread, as I said. I just wanted to give you guys a good taste of where Grant and I fell on the director, and it sounds like we're both pretty big fans. fans. But this one is uh, supposedly Daniel Day-Lewis's last movie. Hmm. It is his second collaboration after There Will Be Blood. And it's basically him, Vicky Crepes, who plays Alma, and uh, Leslie Manville, who plays Cyril. The man. Daniel Day-Lewis's sister and the old so-and-so you're talking about the old so-and-so that's all they know but they 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 run the it's it was are we we're it's a family business isn't it yeah you kind of get the feeling well yeah yeah because 
the mother she was she knew sewing, the, but they, they never yes. talked about whether she owned a business. I guess. Yeah. Hmm. It's a little ambiguous. Interesting. Or else maybe I just missed it. But regardless, they run the House of Woodcock, that being their last name, together, and it is set also set when late fifties England. Yep. Probably. Pretty yeah. sure. Okay. So. Um, first, it's not in California, which is a big departure for um, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, but, uh, and it's also his most, I would say his most uh, you say claust- it, it, claustrophobic. You're, you're kind of breaking up. You said it is a departure it's, or it's not a departure? Well, it's a departure in that it's from, it's California. His, all of his movies have been in California. Yeah, there you basically. go. I, was, I thought you were going to say the yeah. time period. I was like, it's kind of kind of similar. No, he's <laughs> jumped all over time exactly. periods. Yeah. But um, he, the, the movie, I was trying to describe how the movie is, it's his like least epic mm-hmm. movie. Absolutely. If that makes sense. It's um, not flashy it's at pretty all. Much conf- yeah. I mean, it's confined to basically two locations um, for the most part, mm-hmm. it feels like. And uh, it's, it's at its heart, it's just kind of a romance between... Three people. Daniel Day Lewis's. <laughs> no, no, I don't buy into that. Well, I'm, but, I'm um, not saying romantically. I, yeah. Yes, but, but um, it's between Alma and Woodcock, and and then it gets kind of twisted as <laughs> it goes. Um, we're not talking about spoilers yet. What? But the rest. No, no, I'm about to say the rest of this conversation will be spoilerific, um, since the movie has been out a while and. Um, Plenty of people have had a chance to see it, so Grant and I are going to get all in on this one. So, spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 So, I have written a review. I think the movie's pretty much fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I appreciated it just as much when I saw it a second time, actually, a week later. Again, but, it seems like that kind of helps all his movies, the repeat viewings. It does. But I, I do think I maybe saw it too closely on top of each other. Mm. Um, it might have needed a little more breathing room. Um, but uh, th- there, nothing was bad. It just, it was it was a little too familiar, I think, watching it a second time. Okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, I loved it. I want to hear what Grant had to think, say about it. I I really enjoyed it. It was yes. very good, but it's just not great. I, I Maybe it's just that I am too immature, and I like, <laughs> the, I like the more flashy, you know, braggadocious uh, Paul Thomas Anderson who does all these crazy shots and goes through all these crazy narratives. This is so restrained. It's, it, uh, it was a little disappointing to me. It, which is a strange thing, but I know uh, I know it's a sign of his maturity as a director and a writer to some extent. But I guess I just wanted a little bit. I wanted a little bit more, a little more passion, a little bit more craziness. Was it just the visuals, or do you think the story? I'd, I'd was say it? visuals eighty percent. It wasn't wasn't as beautiful as any of his other movies. Hmm. I mean, I kind of, I tend to agree with you. Yeah. Um, but I think he makes the most out of his... 
oh, sure. environment. Yep. It's definitely like if I'm comparing it to any other director, I'd be like, oh yeah, it's very well shot. But yeah, but it, he's on a different, you know, he's got a different standard that it, that I'm setting against him. You know. Well, he did. He he he. They 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 credited themselves weirdly, but his normal director of photography was not available uh-huh. for this. Yeah, I forgot so. about that. So he had to go without a cinematographer, right? Yes. And so he credits himself and three of his other guys for con- putting together the lighting and look and shots of the movie. That's too much to try to do all at once. Is <laughs> Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that definitely plays into the look mm-hmm. for sure. But at the same time, I think there's some amazing breathtaking shots in the movie still uh i've only got one which one which shots i'd like to hear yours first the, the staircase at the toward the beginning where where yeah. all, all the girls are coming in it, it pans yeah. up the stairs i thought that was very nice and i, yeah. I was like oh good I, I enjoyed that i um i love the um slow push in when he proposes to her, mm-hmm. I think that shot is fantastic. Okay. The shot, it's the hard cut to behind Alma when she's at the photo shoot mm-hmm. in, the, or to the, in those dresses. I think she looks amazing and, again, just um, beautiful there. I love the single, the short single take that you can tell he chopped up a little bit, but um, of Alma doing the first fashion show through the... The way she just kind of spins around, and mm-hmm. I, I talking um, about when she spotted him through the people and kind of did a little, got excited and did a real yeah. celebration. Yeah, um, it it was. I I still found quite a lot to like, even though if I agree with you that yes, it's his least visually stunning film, yeah. but at the same time, I don't. I think that was. I I don't think he would disagree with you, either. Um, even Hard Eight has some crazy. Can we get him on the hangout? Know, no, unfortunately, I don't have his number. Maya Rudolph, maybe, but not him. Um, <laughs> he, he, even in Hard Eight, he has some long tracking shots through the casino floor of the movie that, um, that is very in line with his Boogie Nights and more Magnolia phase of his career. Love it, but um, yeah, I, I. I can see how that could have thrown you, yeah, you know, off just a little bit, a little bit more excitement, a little more bombastic, you know. Like I was kind of thinking, like when he's they're showing he's been drugged or poisoned, mm-hmm. I should say, and he's mm-hmm. you, see, you see his thumb again and he's stitching. I was like, oh, that needle's gonna go in that thumb. It's gonna get shoot blood <laughs> all over the place. It's gonna be amazing. And then I'm like, why am I rooting for this? <laughs> a little self reflection, but. Uh, <laughs> And then, like, you know, the ghost, uh, I thought was well done, but mm-hmm. I feel like it had the suspense, it had the intrigue. I know it wasn't supposed to be a scary ghost, but I feel like yeah. it didn't it didn't take that next step, you know? I thought mm. I thought that was gonna go a more interesting direction. And it was it was good. Just like everything else in the movie. It was good. Maybe really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I love that moment even more. A lot of the things, the, I mean, I think I came to the realization the first time I saw it, but it really cemented home just the way the shot pans across and she's there 
and she's not there, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the passing of the torch that, yep. you know, Woodcock doesn't need to hold the candle for his mother anymore, mm-hmm. and Alma, and, th- and then he proposes to her, basically, in the next scene, and um, I just thought there was a lot of subtle film work going on to tell his story yep. that, yep. you know, and obvi- most lesser movies would be you know, giant exposition dump somewhere. Or just leave it out completely and have us figure it out on our own. Yeah. Because he's been talking about his mother the whole damn movie. (laughs) The, is there anything else that just didn't quite connect for you story-wise? Or, I'm assuming you were on board with the acting in the film. Oh, of course, yeah. It's great. Um, Yeah, yeah, the, uh, I don't have any other complaints. I mean, it just, the only thing is just, that everyone else seems like they watched a different movie a little bit that was mm-hmm. amazing where I was kind of like, I'm not putting this over Lady Bird. I'm not putting this over Shape of Water. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Have we even talked about this movie? No. We, we, we don't talk about anything, do Zach. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, just offline. I don't know if you saw that before. No, yeah, you're right. I guess it came when I last saw you in person. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Grant and I see each other like once a year in real life, people, just so you know. It's glorious. Um, yeah. After seeing each other every day for many, a couple of years. <laughs> um, but um, that's a topic of another conversation. I, just, I think Day-Lewis is... Just he's sneakily so damn good in this movie. Like it's not as scenery chewing as Bill the Butcher mm-hmm. or Daniel Plainview. Yeah. Which I still think I prefer Bill the Butcher. That was like the first time I really like. I mean, obviously I'd seen a couple movies with Day Lewis before I saw that, but like I think that might have been like the first time I saw him on the big screen. And I, I don't. I know a lot of people have it out for Kings of New York, but he is so freaking good in that movie, and. But both those performances are more sinister and just grumpy Gus, Mm -hmm. angry guy. And he's so delicate here and such a whiner, too. (laughs) But he's also really hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's really, really funny. He's a straight up Ron Um, Burgundy man, baby. It's uh... Yeah, I mean, it's a shame that, well, I actually, I bet in five to ten years, I guarantee you Paul Thomas Anderson coaxes him into another movie but um i, f- I feel like he's gonna like go to tv so it seems like he didn't no <laughs> he's like yeah that was my last movie i'm just in do what like, yeah five different retire, miniseries right now yeah yeah retire like soderbergh did yeah. make two seasons of the nick and then start making movies again. <laughs> the nick great great show by the way when you saw this how much were people mm-hmm. laughing um i think i had a decent reception to the crowd i was laughing i was one of the laughers i was um, like the loudest by far <laughs> <laughs> i usually am one of that person too but in my i saw it like the first screening in uh san francisco so i i was with a very ag- agreeable crowd for the movie i mean i don't think people walk into phantom thread thinking it's gonna be you know i don't know like <laughs> Yeah. A romp. That's true. I mean, the trailer is very grim feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the problem was that people didn't know it was going to be funny. And so, yeah. and I was, I was kind of like, 
this is super awkward is in like I'm I'm laughing, but should I be laughing? Kind of thing. I think you should be laughing. I I, I, I think after Paul listening Thomas to Thomas Anderson mm-hmm. after listening to him uh talk, <laughs> I agree that it was supposed to be funny. It's just such a strange tone, I think, that not all audiences reacted the way he intended. I mean, I think every Paul Thomas Anderson movie is actually pretty, kind of a comedy. <laughs> I, I think all of his movies yeah. are actually pretty damn funny. In parts. And this one is no different. And I think actually the best laugh of the movie, I didn't like. I didn't really process it the first time I saw it. But when he comes downstairs for the dinner, before the best scene of the movie, for the between him and Alma, but the he's layers. wearing his pajamas, <laughs> but he put on a a coat, a vest, and a little bow tie so he would be dressed properly for dinner. That was just a brilliant, brilliant touch. I want to know if that was in the script or what happened there, but um, that yeah, was he... fantastic. <laughs> It makes sense, though. It's just that's that's how he lives his life. That's his pajamas. <laughs> the but I mean, like even the, there's like great his line delivery is excellent. Like, are you a spy? Were you said to kill me? Or when he when he gets all pissed because she when she interrupts him and he's like, the the interruption is still here with me, you know. <laughs> or the most vicious line, though, was when he was playing backgammon with her. It was basically like, you are terrible at this game. Anybody I'm going to play is better than you. I'm just like, God, what an asshole. But he just he, he makes it hilarious at the same time. Yeah, no, he's 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 a funny guy. And it's uh, it's just brutal. It's such strange tone of humor. But mm-hmm. but I kind of I kind of kind of dig it. The. It's way too early to have a confrontation. Way too, way too early. Can't have a confrontation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, um, definitely gonna try I think, that. I think. Well, I think Leslie Manville is quite funny too. I mean, actually, actually, I'm taking that back. The, my the funniest, or actually, it might just be my favorite line of the movie is when she's like, "Don't pick a fight with me. I will fucking just tear through you." <laughs> it came out and of you nowhere. End up on the floor. I was like, oh. Boy. The way she said it, it's so so like, don't don't even do it. You know how it's gonna end. <laughs> I'll destroy you. <laughs> love it. And it's too bad she and was I cursed. I love that she's getting that that from Alma. Like she's getting that that fire to stand up to him. Like, yeah, it's like it, again, Alma's comment. There's no. Yeah, there's no explicit scene. He's being childish. I still think he's being childish. Yeah, and then she like. She was thinking about it, and she like she's like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> He's being ridiculous, <laughs> and that was I liked. That was a good development of you know. She comes in, you think, oh, the old so and so is gonna be butting heads Alma the whole time, and mm-hmm. Woodcock's gonna be the middle. I love the way they're. And I love the way they were. They evolved that yeah. the Cyril and Alma's relation, and it's so it's barely there on the screen, but it works. I rather like that. They're they become <laughs> buddies by the end. Yeah, you know it, uh, it, it. That was so well done, and I I, I think I mean those guys, uh, Manville and Day Lewis are getting awards recognition for this, but I think Crepes is just as good as both of them. Yeah, I, mean, well, I wonder goes, why she kind of got left out of that. Yeah, she goes toe to toe with Day Lewis. A few times, and that dinner scene that we mentioned was just better than Paul Dano. What? 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he he's got some great battles. I mean, you have Dano and Day Lewis. He's good at yelling. The the processing scene in the master the first time Hoffman and uh, Phoenix like sit across from each other mm-hmm. is m- might be one of my f- top five favorite scenes in a movie ever. It's incredible acting, yeah. so intense. But also Philip Seymour Hoffman, we can't forget Philip Seymour Hoffman versus Adam Sandler Sandler at the end of Dark <laughs> Love, where he's just telling him to fuck off to a million different ways. Um, uh, he knows, PTA knows how to write uh, a, a, a great standoff scene between two characters, and I don't think he disappoints at all in this movie. And um, well, Especially I, if we're talking about the climax. Are we going to get there? Yes. Oh, yeah. Kiss me before I become sick. Um, I mean, what a line. The whole build-up, uh, I thought, was so well done. Oh, yeah. Him just staring her down. Well, and then I didn't... Did you you did uh-huh. you get the, the staring conference yep. reference? <laughs> You'll yeah, lose the staring contest. I, I didn't process that the first time I saw it. And so I that made me just love that last scene even more. Well, that... I just had the standoff. And the hungry boy thing. It's all It all kind of came back when you're thinking about it after the movie. Is like, oh yeah. God, that last scene ties everything together. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So a great, and, a great ender right there. Yeah, I mean, just a yeah. The guy knows how to end a movie. That's for sure. That's true. And, um, uh, there's just, there's so much. I love so much of this movie, and I I just really can't wait to watch it again. Like I could pick, I could I could throw this movie in at any time. I feel like, and just yeah i mean it go it's, it's really good just not great <laughs> <laughs> you could put it on anytime it's very <laughs> passive that's why you could put it on at any time i mean i get what you're saying that it is a little slow it's definitely his most deliberate movie yeah but i think just a lot of that is just leaving space for day lewis to work i think you know like Letting his actors do what they're so damn good at, and um, and I that's where I say it 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 still felt a little slow the second time I saw it. That's where I think I just seeing it twice in a week might have been too soon for it because mm-hmm. it was so familiar. I'm curious how it will play with a little length with a little time in between it, and knowing the 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 pace of the movie, how that will play out for. You and me, um, yeah. It next viewing. I think I think it would be better second time around. It's just mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna suddenly just be blown away. I'll just be like, oh yeah, yeah. I'll see more little little things in there that I didn't see mm-hmm. the first time, mm-hmm. as as you do with all the movies. I think. Did you now? Did you relate to the relationship at all? Uh, because I did. I did. I have been had petty fights with my wife and over stupid ass shit like these guys and it gotten way too very heated i mean amy has never poisoned me as far that, as i yeah, know you know but, yeah. slow you but, down a little bit but, but i i totally i i think if you never had a fiery fight with your significant other you're i i i i I don't know. I was able to relate to that drama and it felt very authentic to me and not over the top or um, none of the battling between the two of them. 
now like the constant nitpicking that he does of her mm-hmm. um I, I i i that i would have a problem in a relationship but um outside of my rubbing my feet together amy doesn't berate me for anything <laughs> like he does also one of the best looks daniel day lewis ever gave was uh, the butter and toast Oh, the well, cereal. Yeah, the, the second time. No, the second time in the Alps. Swiss Fantastic. Alps, where he's like, we're married now. I can't get angry about this. That was a great moment. Which I'm surprised that he wouldn't get angry about it still. Yeah. But um, Do you think she was doing it on purpose? The what? Did she no, she, no, She was no, eating no. loudly on purpose. It kind of, because she learned no, how to eat I, quietly. Yeah, she did, which was and also the, a subtle And then she's like, oh, we're married. Laugh. Yeah. We're married, so. She's like, uh, I can do whatever I want now. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, right? So that's that's one thing I was wondering about. I was like, how much, is she messing with him? Is she trying to provoke him to like <laughs> get another excuse to poison him? Yeah. It's like, what does she? What does she I, really want here? It's interesting. But no, well, I think she likes the game. She definitely. I mean, they clearly both enjoy the game at the end of the movie. Yeah, that was, um, a, that was a good development. I liked it. But yeah, I'm sorry to see, hear that you are the uh, the man baby with with your wife there, and that you have Not, a uh, ve- you have a Steve Jobs power rarely. dynamic. <laughs> very rarely. Now, do you see the uh, similarity between what we, this movie is and Mother? There's a little, um, little bit of the no, same stuff going on. To- Oh well, yes, I, there is that definitely that connection between the two, the yeah. artist muse mm-hmm. thing. But again, like that's like the last thing I think about in both of those movies. For oh, me, that's right. Like, I forgot about. Uh, uh, um, I, you know, I with this, I. Uh, I mean, she's. I don't know. I she they both. I view both her and Lawrence and Mother to just have a bunch of agency, and so they, they're not just along for the ride. Alma has agency. Um. Yes, I I we'll just we're not having a mother conversation right now. I'll let, I'll have that one with you sometime. We have know. that. It's um, in written form. Yes, yeah, so I could go. We could keep going on that one. She can. She if she wasn't getting what she wanted out of this, she would leave. I think, and I I don't think she feels like this is an out to some worse life or. I mean, I don't know what she has to go to. I mean, you can argue that. Yeah, that's why she doesn't want to leave. The weakness of the film that you don't know what anything about her outside of her relationship with him. It seems like she doesn't have much, you know? Yeah, but I think that's okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be explicit in the text. Well, no, it's fine. I'm just saying. Anybody else? Just that uh, it's the reason that she has motivation to stay there, stay in the the good graces of, of the Woodcocks. So. Yeah, but again, like I said, I don't feel like she's trying to appease no, anybody. No. She's just in she's love still going to do things her way a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's willing to compromise a little bit. Yeah, um, but when she gets to her breaking points of compromise, she's going to push back. So, um, oh, we also we cannot. I think we're winding down this conversation, but um, as the score and music in this movie is absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, sure was. Green, Greenwood, right? It's Greenwood again. Yeah. And there's some, I think there's a couple pieces snuck in there as well. Just the, the movie is also basically 
wall-to-wall with music. There's rarely a scene where it, uh, that aforementioned dinner scene does not have um, music to it, I believe. And there's a couple other here and there, but uh, that also just helps propel the movie. I got I got caught up in the score so much. Yeah. I, that really moved the film along for me the first and second time. And um, I've listened to the score many times on Spotify sets. The music, Zach, was really good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it wasn't No Country for Old Men amazing. I'm sorry, not Old No Country for Old Men. There Will Be Blood which was just another level crazy soundtrack that I had never really heard the likes of. Yeah, I mean, yes. It's definitely not as original it's as It's not that trying to be, though. Or, yeah. yeah, but at the same time, uh, the just it, you just felt like you were waltzing through this story listening to the score here, and it shows how just amazing Greenwood is and how diverse he is as a musician as well absolutely uh, composer yeah i didn't know he was really capable of that that was awesome <laughs> um so where do you put this in your movies of the year um i'm not gonna tell you okay but but um, okay because i'm gonna uh, write sure sure you'll, my you'll... year in review in a couple weeks what about but, um it's in, very high in comparison to the other best picture nominees uh, of the best picture nominees uh, it and Lady Bird are right next to each other in my list at the top. I, w- I, I would have a... I have not seen Lady Bird get a second time, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling that movie will is, is going to get a huge boost when I see it a second time. But those two movies are right next to each other. And I can't spoil they're not at the top, though, for my <laughs> list. Um, um, they're, my top five has a couple movies that are not even in... They're not on the Oscars radar. Will it have a Greek director in it? Um, no. He's a little He's a little behind this one. Okay. Are we doing final um, word on Phantom Thread? Um, sure. So, Grant, your final word on Phantom Thread is really sort of, kind of, pretty good. No, I say really good. Or, are you, no, you're... Really not, good. Okay, he's not, more not enthusiastic great. than that. Not great. Good. Really good. Not great. Yeah. I am a very, very, very firm, great, and I think it might honestly jump. There will be blood for me in the future after another rewatch or two. Controversy. Um, I just, just, just really love it. Some people um, just did a spit take when they heard that. <laughs> Okay, that's the fan. Art- oh fuck! <laughs> that's that's Phantom Thread, the latest by Paul Thomas Anderson. I think we both agree you should go see it, correct, mm-hmm. Grant? Yeah. All I'd say okay. also is, uh, fuck everything chic. I yes. Mean, I hate fuck, chic. Fuck, fuck chic. chic. I hate that Ugh, fucking word. Fuck chic. Ugh. This is a funny movie. Um, Grant, where can people find you on the internet? Follow me at at five dollar wrench. On where? Twitter. Are people use app for other things now? Twitter. Twi- Twitter.com. Tw- Twitter.biz. Um, dot biz. Yeah. You, uh, you have been on that you, one? How, are you making money about on there? Oh, know. yeah. Hand over fist. Oh, God. I don't have to talk about that. Um, I am Zach Oldenburg. You can find me at Zach Oldenburg on Twitter and Letterboxd or whatever. You can find us at 
um, middle of row on Twitter, middle of the row on Facebook, or middleofrow.com. We also have a Tumblr under middle of the row as well. Did what do you think the next bonus pod we could maybe do? Solo bolo sicolo. Uh huh. Um. So maybe when you come out with your list, we talk about it. Oh yeah, we can do that. Cause, That's uh, a great idea, Grant. Yeah, I have those sometimes. Yeah. Because okay, I'm we'll sure I, I usually have I usually have thoughts on your list, okay. but I don't want to we'll send like, Grant. <laughs> like a paragraph comment underneath your yeah massive thing. Yeah, they'll definitely get read more or experience more possibly through this if somebody decides to listen to it. Um, so yeah, Grant will come back in a few weeks and we'll talk about that. Until then, remember the best seats are in the middle of the road. Woo. Okay, hit hit stop, Grant. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs>